For all your future ticketing needs, use the promo code WAR, W-A-R-R, and save 5% off all purchases at TixBlitz.com or on the TixBlitz app. That's promo code WAR for 5% off on great seats to all events. TixBlitz provides the same great seats as other resellers, but with no service fees. Never pay service fees at TixBlitz.com. Everybody comfortable? Yeah. Get your ass up when I'm talking. Hey, take it easy. It's showtime. It's showtime. Yeah. Feel the magic and soul of the YBs. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Take two. Welcome to That Davis Show. My name is Kenneth Davis. Please follow me at That's Davis on all social media platforms. Always fortunate enough to be joined by executive producer and partner in crime, Ryan Bukovetsky. Follow him at Ryan B. Ski and Ryan B. Ski one on Instagram. Um, Ryan, how are you doing? You got a lot going on. Um, we're not doing, for anybody yeah. else, so we're not going to bring you a ton of NFL draft stuff because Mr. Selfish over here is um, going to be out of town. Oh, what? What was what wasn't I saying? End of the day, the show comes first. I'll make this time. Is, this is for the audience. All right, me personally, <laughs> I want you to live your life. Bus tossing. Yes, <laughs> this is for the audience. I mean, it, definitely. I'm just. I want you to live your life. I want you to go and do things and be a young man out in the world. So, I, I, for real, do you? But I, if I don't bust, you know what? It's ha- how cl- how close are we if if, if, yeah. if there's none of them bust? You know what I'm saying? That's true. That's true. So, Ryan, where are you going? Let everybody know where, you, where, where you're going. Well, no, you don't. I forgot. You may not. I, you told me that some <laughs> things can't come here anymore. So, yeah. I, I, maybe I'm just messing up all across the board here now. All right? No, you're safe so far. You've oh. saved yourself. Good job. You right. pulled the U-turn right at the right time. Right before the accident. Pulled into it. Ah! <laughs> yeah, there it is. All Tokyo right. Drifted. Right. So anyway, we'll get out of out of Ryan's business. And uh, we'll jump straight into sports. And jumping straight into sports, I usually, if, if this was pro wrestling, you know where I'd be coming from. And it'd be... Taking it from the top. 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 Tippy. Tippy. Sing it, daddy. Sing it, daddy. Sing it, daddy. Off that top rope with the elbow. Um, listen. Ooh. You're about was, to throw down the elbow right now. I was watching Get Up on ESPN this morning with a segment that had Mike Greenberg, Stephen A. Smith, Jalen Rose. I can't remember who else may have been in the segment. But watching them talk, they got on the MVP discussion, they got start talking about Joel Embiid. And Stephen A. Smith had said something in reference to he's my pick, but how he said it, it made it seem like the MVP, um, the MVP uh, voting had been finished and they knew, and it was both of them, Greeny and Stephen A., who the MVP was. And it caught, and I'm sorry, I don't remember exactly what they said, right? But what caught my attention and what I started to think about is, Whoever's the MVP, I don't know if the MVP comes out. It has to come out. It comes out like in the next week, if the week, because it's before the first round is it's either right after the first round. Maybe that's what I'm missing. It's like because I'm thinking about Dirk when he was the MVP and got kicked out the first round. Who else recently? Somebody in like the last decade, I believe, may have been the MVP and kicked out the first I'm round. Sure but it's, it was LeBron. It was right after the first round. I I I, I, I think I remember. All right. Well, right around the end of the first round. Well, so if you count last year, it was around June 8th. June 8th. Usually was, the award. But is, you know what? No, no. That's it's changed because they have that award ceremony now. Well, so, they're saying uh, the NBA usually announces the winner of the MVP at the end of June through this date by is by no means set in stone. OK. See, the only thing that makes me the only thing that why I'm hesitant on that, because now the NBA has the award ceremony the last mm-hmm. two years and before they would just have it to where you know you would have been and that's not saying you still wouldn't be in your state but anyway to get to the point the mvp knows who he that he's the mvp a, a week if not weeks prior to us knowing right so that's what made me think hold up and that's what made me think how they were saying it that joker all right jokovic with denver 
had perhaps won his second MVP. Now, I know statistically his season is crazy, but if you're telling me that, and I know he didn't have uh, Murray for majority of the season, and I know he didn't have Michael Porter Jr. for a large chunk of the season, but Joel Embiid didn't have Ben Simmons and had to put up with talking about Ben Simmons, right? I mean, he carried that team until what? He had 21, 20-something games with James Harden, and, and he still carried that, that three-point dog. That's a center. And we're I not know. talking about, we're not talking about like Jack Sigma. We're not talking about a guy that's like known like, oh, like Dirk. And I know Dirk wasn't a center, but you get what I mean. Like, oh, that's his trait. That's what he does. What's about a guy that, yes, he shoots, but goes down there, bangs bodies, crosses fools over. That that was a center him to turn around three to end OT. All right. You know how crazy that is? If you're telling me, I'm telling you, listen, NBA, I know you couldn't fix it. If that man isn't the MVP, y'all doing something wrong. The two gentlemen that have won MVP prior to this, as far as Joker and Giannis, listen, phenomenal seasons, but they didn't they didn't do anything to a degree where it was like, oh, their team went ran one and was off the chain, or statistically, and I know Joker's year looks better than last year if you look at analytics, so on and so forth. But forget that. I'm talking about in the type in the rougher conference, which is the Eastern Conference as of right now, Joel Embiid basically by himself, kept the Sixers in it when majority of us thought their season was done at the beginning of the year because they only had one star instead of two, quote-unquote, depending how you feel about me using star referencing Ben Simmons. You know, so that is my off top. If that man is an MVP, I'm going to be upset because clearly if all three of them were the finalists, he's done the most this year and won the most this year alone compared to and I know the big quote unquote three in Milwaukee weren't with each other healthy but they still had each other you know what I'm saying so that was my thing because what Joel Embiid that three first of all three zip and James Harden is straight listen I always loved loved uh Maxi uh coming out of because it was he came out of Kentucky right I believe Tyrese Maxi's I'll double check. I believe Tyrese Maxey because I, I believe I remember watching him at Kentucky and thinking like, okay, is he a point? With, is he, he's a combo guard, but I like his moxie. Yes, Kentucky. I like, yeah, I liked his moxie, and I was like, that can. Tra-, I was like, that's gonna translate when they when they got him. I was like, that that's a nice little get right there because I think Shady, I didn't know Maxey was gonna be this. I'll tell you that right. But right now, all right. I didn't know he was going. I didn't know he was going to play well enough majority of the season to be the star next to Joel Embiid that he needed. While Joel Embiid was leading the league in scoring as a center the first time since Shaquille O'Neal. All right, get stop, stop. Tell tell me about analytics. He led the league in scoring in a rougher conference. Basically, as far as what we knew at the beginning of the year, alone. All right, so that man right there, in my opinion, should be the 2022 MVP of the 2021-22 MVP of the NBA, Joel Embiid of the 76ers. Three zip, all right, three zip on Toronto. I mean, not to say that I was looking at Toronto as being able to really do something, but I thought they win a game. Now, they still have a chance to win a game, but I, I thought they win a game and not get swept, all right, in the six. Y'all what? The, the king of the north, my ass. So <laughs> I just wanted I just wanted to bring that here. All right, because when I saw well, it, I it was very well wrong. said. I could be totally wrong. I could just be blowing smoke. Right. But how I, I would only add it? on that, you know, Joker's already won one. You're gonna make him a rare two time MVP over Joel Embiid. That's People a little say Giannis, Giannis just did it twice a, a year before Joe. I'm with you though. I mean, Giannis, I'm okay with that. Like, that dude won a title. Let that man have his MVPs. I'm fine with that. (laughs) He's winning no titles. Right. He's not winning any titles anytime soon. He's not even been the best team in the West yet. Until he gets traded to the Bulls, but anyway, yeah. So he'll um, be the king of the East. That's what. And we'll we'll get to the Bulls too. And and also, by the way, just a little little side thing. How many like really underrated, really good Kentucky players have there been? While they haven't won anything, when you look at like Maxi, Tyler Hero, even Bam Adebayo, some of these guys. Like, Listen, I'm, oh, 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 I'm gonna go. I, I saw um, Greenberg. Um, I, was, I forget the the coach Greenberg that used to coach. Um, he, I forget what team he used to coach, but he works for ESPN, right? 
I apologize for not. I, I, I know it's not. No, give me a Dan. Dan, we're good. You know what I'm talking about. He went into because we know Jay Wright retired from Villanova. How and this this could be right that Jay Wright retired because of the NIL name, image, and likeness, and that basically you're paying players up front. Who gives a fuck? Like I'm so I'm so, so I'm supposed to weep because Jay Wright, who terrific coach. I'm not taking a shot at Jay Wright. Coach K and Jay Wright don't want to battle in the Wild Wild West. Because the kids are getting paid. The school, but mind you, the crazy, the schools still aren't paying them though, right? The schools still aren't paying right. them. But these coaches who can pick up and leave when they want to have million dollar contracts and shoe deals, right? It's so unfair to them. Oh no. Shut the fuck up. All right. This, and I'm not saying it to, to that gentleman that like, like that, you know what I'm saying? Because he seems like a decent older gentleman. I'm not saying it to him in particularly, but to the people that feel like it's something wrong with the people that are putting in work actually being compensated for. And the reason I bring it up is to get back to what you just said about Kentucky, because I was having this debate in my head. Listen, for all for everybody thinking college basketball is going to be over. No, it's not. You're just going to find people that know how to work it. And you know who knew how to work it before all these other coaches want to go one and done like Coach K? Coach Cal. Calipari is about to be back up. All right, because just like you said, Ooh, like he's, still been getting, he's still been getting good recruits. Now watch what he's going to be getting, right? Especially when, all right, there's only going to be some kids coming to college, right? What, what brands are – think about this – Duke has a strong brand, but the man that made the brand is gone. Right. Kentucky's right? has just continued on. Kentucky is Kentucky. And coach, they got Coach Cal. I think when when all this really starts, when the one and done is done, I think Calipari is going to be able to really get back into how he was running college basketball for about seven, eight years before Coach K started. Coach K first, I'm, I, I refuse to get dirty with the one and does. And then it was yeah. like, I want to get back to when Nike was like, hey, hey. You, you won't, you're going to get back to winning, right? He's like, okay, Nike, okay. I just wanted to put that right there for my my off top with a little bit of heat. All right, for the for the That was, good heat. That was like that spicy kind of like towards a 10, maybe not a 10, but you you feel the, the spice. And Can you're, I ask you a you're question? not fighting it. Yeah. So let's just say Wingstop, right? Mm-hmm. What kind of, what's your, what's your go-to wing at Wingstop? Hot, mango hop. We say what? Mango hot? Mm- yeah, mango habanero. I, it's the sweet on it that I, I know. It's the it's sweet. It's not my favorite. And I'm not a sweet. I'm not a sweet meat guy. So mm-hmm. it, like, mine's is Cajun, but I'll I'll do atomic. I'll get some atomic with my Cajun, but lately, just because it costs more to, to have two uh, different flavors, it's just like I just like just give me all Cajun because I like I like my wings hot. All right, I so I just get Cajun. Try the Cajun one. Try it because it's. By the way, I told you about the hot and juicy crawfish boil that I was going to, right? Yeah. No, did you went to or you going to? That I went to. Yeah. Okay. You just said going oh, to. That's why I yeah. said that. I, I maybe but told you got you off sick there, though, I don't didn't you? you got I don't know. I went back again with the lactose pills, and it was perfecto. Oh, but why would you do that if you had to bring? How? Wait, wait, wait. Why? How is lactose pills benefiting you in that situation? It's, it's milk and it's some type of cream in the um the broil. They have the flavorings, but they're like known for the combination. It's been featured on like Food Network programs or whatever. So I had to try it. Like we've talked about this, right? Like we go to a new restaurant. I want it like done the way that you're like oh, yeah. known for. You're famous, right. like. I want the live crawfish in your like Food Network famous sauce and I'll go from there. But within that is like a butter, some other kind of like maybe it was garlic. Also, it's the dairy. It's the, I'm sorry when I said lactose. I forgot the dairy from the butter. All right. I got you. And I got so you. all those sauces combined is like Cajun with it, too. And a few others like delicious. Unbelievable. I just couldn't. I, I've never had to take a pill so I could eat something. I'd rather just not take it. I'd just rather not eat it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just. Yeah. I mean, I could eat it if I probably got just like Cajun. And I might try that. Because, like, if they don't use butter or anything, that's fine. Are you lactose intolerant? Uh, it, It's like to a certain degree. Not too bad. But if I have too much dairy, then it really messes with me. Okay. You're insane. But if I, I mean, take, I- like, all you got to do is take the pills. It's like just. Two pills before, two pills after you're good. You got to take four pills to eat that stuff? 
Well, just in case. I, I went overboard wow. because I was uh, I got sick first time. Big time sick. Wow. Why? That's you just leave it alone, bro. Just leave. Let it be. No. All right. No. All right. That's so, impossible. Anyway, back. That's back impossible. to the back to the who. Yeah. Yeah. That's your phone disagreeing right there. No, it's time for me to give Kelsey her medicine. Um, so back to the hoops, though. <laughs> um, listen, the NBA and even with some of these teams. First of all, Boston. I didn't know. I feared because this is this is. I, listen, if Boston gets Robert Williams back, it's a wrap in the East, y'all. All right, like I, the only thing that kind of knocked them down, in my opinion, was was Robert Williams and the type of help defense. He that man is crazy with his help defense. All right, um, and I, I, I was talking to Tony. I, I, I remember uh, Danny Ainge taking a swing on him and him kind of having the the the, uh, the label of being a knucklehead. And I think he even like. He either like either missed a, a he missed a flight or something in the ball. This was like at the beginning of his career, and to see the fact that he became this player, man, Danny Ainge boy. Sometimes he messes up, but you think about that Tatum, him him getting Tatum at three in that draft with Ball and with Fultz. And I, I mean, will Tatum, never understand that. Like to me, that was the most slam dunk. Jason Tatum's the best prospect, and you take him number one. Like I was shocked. Jason, my, my thing with Jason Tatum and drafting him was he he's right there at the crucible of part of the NBA changing to where it's like he ain't got no meat on his ass. Right. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I was still coming to grips with that. It didn't matter anymore for the most part. Right. Okay. So, yeah, that's why I with me. That. It was kind of like, OK, how much is he really going to be able to get to? The that's still an issue. But, dude, the dude is, first of all, not even just offensive, defensively, all right, uh, being a playmaker. I mean, I, and I never Teammate. thought, and I, dude, I always thought, well, somebody's got to go between Tate when it would be, it would be Jalen Brown. And Jalen Brown is a phenomenal two-way player, too. But it, I never got one of them had to go. Because my first thought was, as soon as you trade one, you're going to be looking for the same type of player. You better right. figure out how to get them to work together because that's all the league get two dominant perimeter players that can go both ways. And you have Marcus smart willing to do the dirty work. Um, that team Some front court pieces that you mentioned earlier. Adoku is coaching his ass off. I mean, I really as- like him. I really like, uh, I was excited when the bulls were looking at him. I mean, totally understand the Billy Donovan hire, but he was my, one of my favorite, I think the favorite that I wanted. And it would have been nice to see Neil Long at Bulls games. Even though I haven't seen her at a Boston Celtics game, but I don't know. It's just, I'm just not getting enough Celtics games. Well, aren't they known for their racism there? Isn't that part of the thing? Like, <laughs> stay home, baby. Stay. Maybe you don't really want to go to them, you, you know? You know this is Boston, all right? They, 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 they torched Bill Russell's crib, all right? Yeah, Bill Russell's. Yeah, Bill Russell's. I know, right? Crazy, right? It's, it's ridiculous, right? Insane. <laughs> They oh did my that. God! They did that, right? Thanks <laughs> but, for the ten championships, you fucker. <laughs> no, I think probably by that time it may have just been about five or six, maybe. Because I, I believe he he. This, Thanks this, for the I Jordan, you piece of shit. <laughs> exactly the Jordan before Jordan was in. Thanks for the Jordan, you asshole. <laughs> like God damn. <laughs> but uh, that Boston Jordan's team, greatness is all over the place. That Boston team. And what they're doing to the, the Nets. And I mean, I, I think KD's just off right now. I mean, because he's still one of the greatest Two players. Two points ever. in the second half? I see, didn't even think that was possible from KD. But, dude, look at their perimeter. But, no, without even Robin Williams. But think about their perimeter. You got Tatum, Jalen Brown, and Marcus Smart. I, I'm not saying they're not Flying doing a around. phenomenal job. But Flying two, around. Two. I'm with you. I'm still. I, I think. I think Two. some of it's them, but I think. I think he's just not right right now. I. I have to believe that because it's got to be Kevin, mentally. I got it's right. Kevin Durant. Yeah, Over he, I mean, physically, I think, right? Yeah, something where he, it's just, I, sometimes you have a bad series. You know what I'm saying? Like Jordan didn't have greats. That first finals back with the versus Seattle, Jordan didn't have a great series. He had a straight series for Jordan. I mean, that is for Michael Jordan. Of now course. I'll tell you who had a great series that year. Sean, Sean Kemp. 
Sean <laughs> Kemp was dunking with Dennis Rodman wrapped around him like Dennis Rodman was nothing but a rag doll. All right. Anyway, while I'm reminiscing, um, but still going through the East, man, and just looking at the teams. And of course, we're going to talk about our bullies towards the end of the show and talk about that that performance yesterday. But just thinking about what the next, the 76s, you know, thinking about the the Grizzlies and uh, Minnesota. You know what I'm saying? Where, man, I, I, I didn't know Minnesota was going to be able to take one. I think the Grizzlies is about to put their asses in the dirt now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I'm thinking looking that at, Yeah, looking at, you know, what, what Miami is out there doing to Atlanta. Atlanta, Atlanta going to have to figure out what they're going to have to do. Yeah, they got to change hard. it up. Yeah, and it's going to be hard when – listen, Trey Young is a phenomenal. I when, when the Bulls drafted Wendell Carter Jr., I was on a sports show here in Chicago like, I want to be entertained, bring me Trey Young, forget it. I know he's not going to be defensive. Defensively, he's going to be worthless. But if the kid can lead the NCAAs and, and score and assist, perhaps it may translate to the pros, all right? Right. And so, but – when you have that figure, it kind of takes a minute to really know. They know stuff. They know that, you know, we got to have lob guys and stuff like that to really figure out how to get it going. And still, it's hard for a, a, a smaller player consistently to be able to pull it off all the damn time. So I have no faith, even though that guy, he was my dark horse two years ago to perhaps be MVP last year. So I was totally wrong. But um, he just, I mean, he's still he needs different guys around him. I think like they need some really defensive guys that can help him and some three and D some and three and D guys. Yeah, and some guys that are really good at movement without the ball that he can find slashing, especially if they got some size specifically. That would be the opener up for the Hawks. But like when they're playing this small ball with like. I, I'm blanking on the guy's name. We always talked about him going to the Milwaukee Bucks. That's over there with the Hawks. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, and, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, we're we're both going to blank out that. But, but uh, it's like all the pieces seem to just kind of be off. Like, is it Bogdanovich? Like, is it Bogdanovich? Bogdanovich. Yeah, Bogdanovich. I still think like, damn, if he was on the Bucks, they'd be so much. Yeah. Listen, that Chris I Wilson, that that Chris, I, every time he's here, I'm like, damn, but if he was on the Bucks, what they had a whip. Every time I see him, I'm rooting for the Bucks. I'm like, damn it. What the hell? <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. They would have. Oh. But what do you think about some of the, the Western stuff? Like um, Devin Booker donezo for two to three weeks, it looks like. Dude, that's going to. Well, I think. They Are we sure the Pals can't win that? Yeah, I think I think they're not going to beat Chris Paul, man. Brock, Brock Don, uh, I mean. Bogdan Bogdanovich is his name. Yeah, I, I think I think if Chris Paul is healthy, they getting out of that one. I'm gonna tell you that. Well, one. I okay. think if Chris, I mean Chris Paul's never healthy, but they could still well, win the series. I went I, to the finals, but okay, but Chris he's Paul. also been very disappointing in the finals overall, and or not in the finals. I'm sorry, the playoffs in his career. I mean, it's not like Chris Paul hasn't blown a series that he should win. Okay, but let's just go off Chris Paul with the Suns, though. Chris Paul has done anything the Suns have needed him to do. Look at that game last week. Uh, hmm. I would argue just game six at the end. He was doing nothing to help Devin Booker against those Bucks. He was just deferring every time. Dude, wasn't he? Didn't he have one shoulder? Like probably, he, but that's like my had, point. That's why I said, he, is he healthy? He's never healthy. He had a sh- no, he had it. But my point was, if he stays healthy this series, I think they can get past the Pels. Yeah, yeah, I think they. Well, yeah. I think I'm more so saying I think the Pelicans can really win this series. Like not just like a ten percent, twenty percent. I think it's kind of fifty fifty lean in Pels because I think Brandon I Ingram is the best player right now. I totally disagree. Um, Brandon, Gre- Brandon Ingram is the best scorer. I would still say to a degree, I, Chris Paul is the best player in that series with Booker being gone. All right. I'm just, Duke, the things that Chris Paul can do. I, listen, I wouldn't sign DeAndre, DeAndre Aiden to nothing if Chris Paul ain't going to be on the team. All right, like it's just not it's not happening. For real. Chris, how long you staying? How long you staying? You, you said you want a four year deal, right? Chris, you gonna be around four more years? I'm not like I mean, 
Did we get that player out or what? I gotta make sure. I'm writing up the contract Chris, right now. Like this, this, like Chris, you you, you gonna you know you're gonna be on the coach. You're gonna be in the front office after this, right? Because you you know like his spin his spin golliness of this is dog. He's old as dirt, and he never. It's never like it's, it wasn't like he used to be Baron Davis. And like, remember when Chris Paul was dunking on that AK forty seven and all? Like it, it ain't like it ain't that right? Like. He, how is he doing this, right? I mean, it just shows you what a skill and IQ really can do, particularly in this NBA. All, all, and always in the NBA, but in this NBA where, to a degree, athleticism is minimized. You know what I'm saying? Like you, if you thought nowadays, if you told me I could have the, a freaky athlete or a guy with a high IQ and high skill. I'm taking the high IQ, high skilled guy all the time. When I was a kid, give me the freakiest, dickiest guy that you could perhaps put out well, there, right? Okay, I don't want to make it seem like Chris Paul. And I'm, that's is not. A, I'm not saying that about Brandon Ingram. Player. I'm not saying that about Brandon Ingram either. That because Brandon Ingram yeah. is hella skilled. I'm not. That's not a knock on Brandon Ingram. No, I'm I just think, talking about. No, we're just talking about the only two players that are in the discussion, and it's definitely close in my mind. It's not like I'm saying slam dunk Brandon Ingram. I just have no faith right now in Chris Paul. I feel like him in the playoffs, he's just he's just kiboshed. Oh, but see, the thing is. And I'm There's not even so saying much. anything wrong with him, even. I just feel like the Devin Booker thing being unfortunate, like him losing like Blake Griffin and stuff in the past, like just seems like something always happens to Chris Paul. But but last year it happened and he came back. My only point is this. I think I don't think and it's Giannis happened. I don't think it's just, yeah. And you and then remember what Giannis did. Giannis was like, I ain't going seven. Giannis yes. knew in his I heart. I yes. cannot risk going seven. Yes. I'm not going. I'm I not, need to no. win this game. I need and to I'm win winning this, it right now. A, I'm, I'm out of here, right? Like I'm, DeAndre, I'm, nothing, Aiden. Right. You know, so to me again though. I don't think the series is as close. And you said you were leaning the pills away. I would have went that the series was 20, 80. Um, uh, the sun. No, no, I'm going to go forget that. I'm lying. 10, 90 suns. All right. I would have said before Booker got hurt. Now oh, I'll say. You can say 100%. Yeah. I mean, suns. I'm, yeah. I mean, we're huge suns guys. Now, yeah. though, I would say I would give the pills 30%, a 30% chance. You know what I'm saying? But I'll say if, okay. listen, if, if if big boy was out there playing healthy, I would give them. I would be. A, I would favor them. Yeah, right. for real. But, yeah, but it's clear it. for five on five against a closed like dark room where they don't Listen, play basketball. Actually, I'm gonna so. tell. I'm gonna tell the Pelicans what you need to do, David Griffin. What you need to do, get Shorty healthy for the last game of the series that y'all gonna get <laughs> get your ass beat. Right for real. Get him out there. Let him go off that one game. And trade his ass to the best bidder. This all I, I listen. I always felt this was the great. This was this reminded me, and it's they're not the same as I used some a reference close to me. I wanted, and this was wrong. Jay Williams over Yao Ming. I never really had a point guard centric team. I'm with and, I was the same and, way, and I was like, yeah, that Yao stuff seems cool and all, but that seems boring. I would not, and I mean, clearly, if the Bulls had the chance yeah. to get Yao Ming, they should yeah. got Yao Ming, right? And I mean, we hadn't really seen Yao, and we didn't know how Yao was going to translate to the NBA. You know what I'm right. saying? So that add that on top of Burby. Right. If, we, if I sure. knew Yao, if I knew Yao was going to do what he did and, and matching up against Sha- older Shaq, but still a good older Shaq, I would have been Yao all day. But I wanted, I wanted Jay Wynn. The reason I bring that up in that draft with uh, Zion Williamson and, and John Morant, I was like, yeah, I guess you have to kind of take uh, uh, um, Zion, but I think you got to go with Ja because Zion's never going to be healthy, y'all. That's right. it's in it's in right. dude. Unless that dude drop, unless he gets down to two forty, yeah, yeah, right. Unless he gets down to and he like he, he had to totally change everything for that to have a chance to work. It's too freaky and it's too heavy. It's it just it, it is. It's, it's, you're not supposed to be built like that. Being able to fly like that, you're you're not right. too much too much torque on his whole frame. It's just it's too he's too freaky to be that big. That's just it, right? And you look at Ja, and my worry with Ja was, oh, this could be another Derek situation because he's reckless in a great way, reckless abandoned. But even with that, the he can shoot set, though. Compared, that's what I was just about to say. And and he's a playmaker. So even yeah, the core vision. 
even Jot less athletic, he's still going to be a stud. And also, he's a go getter. He's a he's a yes. tough sob, yes. right? Yes. So I was Zion's like, not I, showing that so much. I was like, I don't think I want to be with Jot because that that I just did. I just tell someone else like, it you really, gotta, you got to shoot, you got a, a a shooting guard center. Like that's basically what he's going to be, <laughs> Zion. And it brings me back. Well, last part, it brings me back to me. Finally, when I remember the first time I saw Kevin Ducati um, in a McDonald's All-American game, of course, I was just watching it one night. And it, I, was, I just said I saw the name D.U. And I, at this time I was in the motorcycles and I'm talking about Kevin Durant. And I remember thinking, like, oh, my goodness, what the hell is this McGrady-esque type of thing that's happening? Right. And I remember that year at Texas. Then, of course, we all saw Greg Golden and Mike Conley. At Ohio State, That's so matched up. I was just texting about all these players like the other day. These drafts, like it's so weird that this is coming up. Matching up against one of my favorite, probably my real, one of my real favorite, last favorite college teams that I really care for, and that uh, Florida team with Horford, Noah, Brewer, and Green. I actually rooted for that Greg Oden Ohio State. Oh, I was it. I wasn't. I, I hey, listen, Greg Oden. I was Greg into Oden, Greg Oden. He housed them, right? Like he, yes, he did. Yes, that's what I them. said. That <coughs> is what him. I said when I was texting he, about it. He Greg, almost took them down, dude. He was he was on their ass, man. He was on their ass, right? He but almost I remember, pulled it. I remember talking to my buddy then, and it was like, "Well, who do you take?" And I'm like, "I." Think you gotta go with the big, but it's like, dude, Rand is so free. Like, dude, it was like, I mean, well, it, 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 remember what you said earlier that like thinner, like smaller NBA type. I was very worried about that with Kevin Durant. Like, when that, but see, the thing with Durant to me was the fact of his handle. And the fact that it was like, I mean, of course, I want a guy that's a, a perimeter player to be able to penetrate, but it was dog. His skill set was cra- as a kid, it was just too crazy. I mean, it was like Shotty could do whatever he wanted to. You know what I'm saying? So it was yeah, like, yeah, I think I underscouted him for sure. Right? It was like it was too. It was too crazy. It was too because even even compared to uh, Jason Tatum, like Tatum is even prior to injury. Tatum, I don't think is as laterally quick as Kevin Durant used to be. I think Kevin Durant still is, but how he used to be, and he was like he's more of. Your traditional tweener three four. Durant's your tweener from two to three. I mean two to four, basically. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That yeah, was like that, that makes sense. That was the thing where it was like because it was like kind of like he's he's shooting guard, so it's not like I'm asking him to do to bang bang all the time. But getting back to the point you made about me earlier about how the NBA has changed over the last 15 years or whatever. But all the way because this is taking us so far away from the Pels and the Suns, I just totally disagree with you. Um, I'm still going. I, you're disrespecting Chris Paul, one of the greatest point guards of all time. I just um, think I, he's cursed. That's all. That's he's not disrespectful. Listen, if he, gets, if he can get back Booker and Booker's healthy, I mean, the only problem well, is... Well, he's got to get out of the series. That's my Golden thing. State, he'll get out of the series. He'll get out of the series. <laughs> Believe you me. Book it. Book it. Book book it right here. He'll get out of the series. Golden State, though. What? Like, what? How much? Like, who's scouting over there, man? Like, come on, Bob. Like, what the heck? Listen, can I get some? They just waltz right into the finals, basically. Dude, like, oh, my God, Jordan Poole. You know what I'm saying? Like, what? And I mean, we've known this all year. Jordan Poole has been snapping. It, it's, it's, but it's, when you got Steph healthy and then Clay's there and then you throw in Jordan Poole and you got this combo freaky center thing, it works really well. Texting a friend of mine just saying how much I'm anticipating. Like he was asking, what are you looking forward to in the playoffs? How much I was anticipating the Suns versus the Warriors. At full strength, it seemed like both sides. Like that was going to be a matchup, and that was going to be fun. And I love like Monty Williams is one of my favorite coaches in the league. Oh, like, hey, he is just I've loved Monty. so good. I've loved him since Notre Dame and him having heart surgery. And we don't even have to go into the tragedies that he's re- experienced over the last several years. 
Um, but still, I've always been a Monty Williams guy, so I, I always root for Monty Williams and his family. So I'm I'm with you. But just um, like but, how him as a ta- technician, tactician versus Steve Kerr, technician, tactician, those coaching staffs, the analytics that they use, like it would have been an interesting chess matchup with everybody at full strength. Right. And we're just getting robbed of that if, well, I guess we'll see. So what about the Mavs and the Jazz? What is your what's like that? that well, that's like, wake me. That's like that Green Day song. Wake me up when Doncic arrives, <laughs> or when it never ends, or whatever. Wake me up when Doncic arrives. <laughs> totally, to, like first. It's look. The worst part about that series is that we don't expect either one of those teams to go extremely deep. That whole bloom no, that was once the, on the Jazz is totally gone now. That missed opportunity well, we two know the, ago. Who, who's the number two? Who's the real number two with the Jazz? Uh, what, what Clarkson? Uh, let's say you're, it's Clarkson and Mitchell. Is that a good enough one-two to really win? Because no. the well, freshman, no. he's not going to be able to help you there. He's really a one-trick pony in my mind. Right. So especially in today's NBA, where they can scheme your ass up out of everything as far as pulling the center out like it's like, look at the I know we're going to talk about it either right now or in a little bit. But the Bulls game against the Bucks, I thought just like one of the best parts was the fourth quarter when Billy Donovan had to take out Vooch after five fouls. And Milwaukee immediately switched how they were playing. They were like, oh, that dude, number five, let's say, the center, whatever, he's open on the pick. Yeah, we'll leave him wide open. We're going to double up on DeRosa and Levine. Billy immediately put Vooch right back in, and it was like, okay, we can't double him. So I just think of the same thing with the Frenchman in the Utah Jazz. Like, he's just never going to help you with anything. If you like, you can double up on whoever you want. Like, what's he going to do? If you can keep him just not dunking, you win. Dude, you know damn well Danny Eggs is sitting there like, he's not this defensively as great as you. and He can be scatterbrained. Mm-hmm. But I got Wiseman behind you. I can move you and still have a decent five up in there. Right. Rim protector blocking shots if Wiseman keeps his head on right. Um, yeah, I'm with you. And then the whole thing, I'm interested in seeing – what Danny Yanks does with that team moving forward. And will Donovan Mitchell ask to get traded up out of there? But did you just said the Bulls? And let's get to the Bulls, man. Let's get to the team here. That victory last night that was, woof. I mean, listen, both of these, outside of the first quarter and a half of the first game, these games have been somewhat close. But this, but you knew the first game that the Bulls weren't really going to win it. During this game, you was like, man, I think the Bulls can win this damn game, right? I love, and I want to use somebody that we always disrespect around here. <laughs> Zach Levine. Zach Levine clearly is not right. And I and during contact, he's not somebody that's a high flyer in contact, but you can just see sometimes with how with him being kind of anchored to the ground, that that's not Zach being as explosive as Zach. I love the fact, and I wish the Bulls would have done this more. Listen, if if the Milwaukee Bucks are going to go small and play uh, play uh, Giannis at five, go into his body because I love Giannis to death, but he ain't thick in his thighs. You know what I'm saying? Go into his body. If you can get into his body and get over his, his arms, I don't even care if you score as much as to get those fouls on his ass to get him up out of the game. Um, that game, Kobe White with the playing with Moxie, like you, the, the confidence level. I don't know if it was Ayo coming there. I don't know if it was being with a, a good coach in year two and also a good front office that may have a, a better situation of helping train you up. But like just even like that, that stutter step he did in the first game where he was coming down, like Kobe White is playing like he knows what he's doing. It, in his rookie year sometimes. How about uh, Pat Williams in game two? He stood out with me when you said Moxie. That was the name that came to mind with me from Pat Williams. I mean, he didn't score a ton, but like he had uh, the defense, the rebounding, and I felt like he was trying to be aggressive. He went five of nine. He went zero for zero for two from three. Nine rebound. Listen, 
If you get if you get ten and nine, but it was like it was also how he did it. Like he was trying to be aggressive. It wasn't deferring or just waiting for something wide open. Even though Caruso found him on that sick ass dunk late in the game. Listen, what the fuck is wrong with the Lakers? (laughs) LeBron James, sir. Like I mean, you're LeBron James. You should know that. Whoops. Big Dude, like, why would you? Why in the world, out of everything y'all was doing, why would y'all think letting him go was the best thing to do with what the hell? Look, two players on the Bulls should be Lakers now, and that's DeMar DeRozan and Alex Caruso. Oh my goodness, how much better! And, Lakers oh my god, they I mean, Vooch had a great game, Zach was you know solid, you could say great, whatever. Pat Williams, we highlighted Kobe White. But really, I think the two MVPs are DeMar DeRozan, number one, then Alex Caruso. And those are the two guys that we're saying should be Lakers, right? Right, dude. And listen, with Kobe, I'm I'm leaning more on game one, but still how how Kobe's playing. I I get what you're saying, like how he was moving, how he was attacking. Like Kobe White, he stood out to me because he got blocked late against Giannis. But, you know, when guys are too timid in the playoffs Mm – and you're not playing your game, that's what throws everything off within the rhythm right. of the offense. And he wasn't doing that. He was at least attacking. He was moving. <laughs> he didn't get a lane. Let me force the defense. He thought he could get one past Giannis. People do that, I guess. I'm going to have to say this now. If the Bulls won because Chris Middleton's hurt, for anybody that doesn't know, he has uh, ML- MCL strain. It seems like a light one, but he's probably at least out for two weeks. Woj reported two to three Thank weeks. You. Thank you. Um, dude, what the hell if Lonzo was healthy? I mean, oh just what the hell? I'm not again. I'm not saying the Bulls are going to win the title this year. That's not at all what I'm saying. No, 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 no. Like, just I would just say really quick what you're going to say with if you had Lonzo. Imagine now you put Caruso on Giannis. Yes, that's then you would have had Lonzo ball on Giannis. Like you would have ten fouls between your two best defenders dude. on their best guy. Dude, and now, now, but now we're in the catch twenty-two. Oh, I'm right? sorry, twelve, twelve fouls. That's it. No, but like now, now we're in the catch twenty-two with this offseason. because it was like, all right, so we're gonna move Vooch, right? We're definitely gonna get him out of here. And you know, we yeah. we've been darkly in our minds thinking about the, the Zach situation, like, hmm, because now we see we can see the light at the end of the tunnel, like, hmm, we can we may be able to be it could be a really good team. If we make some moves, right? And yeah. the thing is, the thing is this. You basically, first of all, you better hope Lonzo's knee situation isn't something that's yeah. going to be degenerative and long. That's a little scary how long this is like this recovery. It reminds me, and I don't even want to put the kibosh, but like Lou Dang stuff back in the past. Like, what is going on? Right. But again, I don't think this is the front office. I just yeah, think his knee, I don't think his knee is responding. I, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I just don't think his knee is responding. I don't think it's a front office situation. I think them, and I think definitely Lonzo like, and his family, I'm not coming out there, I'm not right. But also the front office invested, what, four, four years in him. So you're yeah. not going to blow away, the, toss three seasons away. But you got to see now what this team can be healthy throughout the entire season. The problem with that is you may not be healthy through the entire season. Kind of what yeah. we, we always say about the 49ers. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know yeah. what I'm saying, Utah, yeah. Utah and Denver. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As far as like, yeah, you think well, you're going to be good. Denver. Right. You think you're going to be all right, but you may not be all right. So, like, that's the only issue. But, I mean, I'll say this. As bad as the second half of this bull season, majority of the second half of this bull season has been, that was a pleasure. This has been a pleasurable series so far as a Bulls fan. And, and unfortunately, if, because due to Chris Middleton being hurt, they can get out of here. But, well, like, what you were – before you're going to say what you're going to say, mm-hmm. they were throwing punches back and forth all the way through Chris Middleton being there. Like, I don't know if they could have won the game necessarily right. if Middleton played all the way through, but they could have won that game. They could have – no, 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 definitely. No, no, see, I'm not even talking necessarily about that game. I do think how – because for a minute it was like the Bulls had their number and then yes, it was getting toward do. the end and it got close again – now, if Middleton was there, it could have been an issue. But I'm yeah, with you. Yes. The Bulls have played well enough that that was the Bulls' game in hand for the most part. But the Bulls weren't going to get out of the series if Chris Middleton was healthy. I'm going to tell you that right now, in my opinion. And if he's out for the minute of the season, 
I mean, in the series, they have a great chance if they can continue to play like look, we've never seen Vooch have back-to-back games like this. Now, I'm not saying some of it isn't all Especially the second game being that much better than the first. Usually it trails down. Like, he's trending up right now, it feels like. Right. So, we'll see. I mean, even though sometimes it's more than just the box score, because some of the plays with Vooch last the first game. He was strong defensively, just being a presence, getting a few blocks, but, like, they gave up still the the frustratingly large amount of layups and just open shots. Like that late one, it was around 56 seconds. Brooke Lopez just dunks it with like no resistance whatsoever. Some of that stuff drives you nuts. But there was so many times that Vooch was playing big boy, like rebounding defense. And he had that huge tap back, too, that got them that extra possession when they needed it. Right. One of two, at least. Like, it was huge. So, do you, you got the Bulls winning the series now if Middleton's out? If Middleton's out, we're talking something. I mean, the only thing is, like, I just think that, like, Milwaukee's going to be able to respond a little bit. What I liked especially about the game yesterday is they found this offensive formula, especially if DeMar DeRozan or Zach – one of them has to be, you know, hitting from outside, like doing their thing. If both are off, then obviously they're screwed. But at least with one of them, you play that pick and roll. Milwaukee was struggling with that. And did you hear the DeMar DeRozan on the on Giannis when Giannis was the primary defender on him, that now DeMar DeRozan has the highest shooting percentage and success against Giannis? No, and then he was 9 of 10, I believe, or 8 of 9, one of those two against Giannis whenever Giannis was the primary defender on him. And that's the like worst Giannis has ever been. I need to but see I wait, I need to know what's the minimum of of, of of defensive possessions on a player. I think they're just talking in a game specifically. Okay. Because that's oh, that's just oh, okay, I guess. But <laughs> like, Yeah, it's nothing crazy, but just how Damar was just rising up and being able to hit like when you have that force and then you can throw in Vooch who can pass slash shoe, it really opens it up. If they play defense like this, they got shot. I say, I'll tell you this. I'm going to take the Bulls to win if Chris Middleton doesn't come back. I like it. I'm with you. All right. And if I, if I lose, if I'm wrong, whatever, but I'm going to take the Bulls. Cause I mean, they, when it, they can't I, I really. I think you can argue the Bulls are maybe the better team if, Chris yeah. Middleton is taken That's out. That's what the, that that was my thought when he was gone. I was like, "Wait, the Bulls better than y'all now." Like it was like it's not even. It's like, and that's with Lonzo and Lonzo's and Chris Middleton. But that's right, with Lonzo right. being just out. how the teams are built right now. Right, right. So when it, I, that was my thought yesterday when we were there, I was like, "Oh, I started <laughs> looking at the Bulls roster. I was like, y'all ain't y'all know about y'all and handling these boys." That's what I thought too. I thought the exact same thing. MCL just done when. Budenholzer said that I'm like, well, he's got to be done for the series, right? Like this got to right. be like a one percent chance he could even yeah, I mean, play again. And he just got fresh bread, right? So I would, I think he may be in year two of a new deal or something like that. But he it ain't been that long. May have been two years ago when he signed that contract. But he got he like because remember, didn't him? Wait, did him and Giannis both sign at the same time? I don't remember. I, I can't remember. But he has he has a I believe. It's the same year or perhaps the year before? Because Giannis signed before last season, right? Yeah, but Giannis, no. Giannis re-signed. Giannis re-signed this off this, this, before this season. Uh, was it before last year? No, it was before. Chris Middleton is in year three of his current five-year Okay, so it was, two, it was two years. So, yeah, so they got two more years of Chris Middleton being on the book. Because I'll tell you this, this is the last thing before we get out of here, right, watching that game. And this before he got hurt. I was like, damn, they need to get up from under Chris Middleton's contract. <laughs> really? I was like, and for real, because I'm like, okay, Drew Holiday being a Swiss Army knife and just how def- – just Drew Holiday is a, a low-key stud on both sides of the ball and just has huge cojones. But it's like Chris Middleton, last year he really showed up. But you know how Chris Middleton can be, and he still has value. And my thought was, y'all need to cash that chip 
right now because y'all not going to win another ring with these three set up. And you, you Holiday and Giannis are a good, a good, nice tandem that you need a third star. But I don't think Chris Middleton is the answer but for that equation anymore. Do you not think that there's something still kind of something wrong with Drew Holiday? He's great defensively, but that missed layup at the end, like – Anytime he was shooting it, I was feeling real good about it. Yeah, he can. He that can, was a win he, possession for me. He can definitely be off, but he also steps up in crucial situations at times too. But you're right. He he like for, he's, he's always has, bringing it on defense right, for sure, right, right. and like elite I still, defense. I was still, I would still, depending on what depending on what you would get, I would I would keep him. Let me put it like this: I would keep him over Chris Milton if I had to make, oh, for sure. make a decision. Yes. That's what I'm trying. That's what I'm trying to say. I would I would keep him. I think oh, thank you. I'm with you 100. percent All right. Um, anything else you want us to talk about before we get out of here? Uh, well, we both think Bulls are going to win. It, it's just starting with Friday, they win tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, UC is going to be rocking. <laughs> <laughs> UC is going to be rock. No, UC is going to be rocking tomorrow. Like I was thinking, now, listen, especially on Madison. Giannis better come out and punch the Bulls in their throats, not their face, their throats, if they want to win that game. Because if they sit there and they let the Bulls, and I'm not saying they won't be able to come back. But if they let the Bulls get confident and get the UC, the UC really rocking, now they may be able to quiet them with the run. But man, that man, play, it hasn't been a playoff game in Chicago since the Alpha Three Alphas, right? For that real. was the last time, yeah. right? The Three I Alphas. I believe so. I believe so. So yeah, no man. If that man, I wish I had a ticket to that game, man. The UC <laughs> is going to be rocking. Come on. You got some press pass somewhere. Come on. I don't report on the Bulls for NBC. Oh, you gotta you gotta connect with a pass. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. See me next year. See me. See me next year. Oh, I, gotta give, I gotta get my worth up. I gotta get my. Gotta, oh, you gotta bust yeah. your ass. You, know, you, gotta, you, you talk you to work. the man that does their commercials for the station. He, was he? Was he at the game? I mean, well, well, maybe, maybe he's it down. Maybe, maybe he will be. Maybe he. But I'm just saying, like, I don't have not we yet, buddy. We can't just like, hey, hey, guy. Not yet, not yet, buddy, not yet. But Yo, anyway. uh, my dude. I was yeah. listen. I, I'll tell you something. Actually, I was supposed to get my NBC merch, which I haven't gotten yet. And um, but it was also supposed to come with some Bulls tickets. That this was before the season was over, though. Right, so when the boot season ended, I say, "Well, I guess I know that's not. I guess I'm like, I'm gonna get. I guess I'll get to go to White Sox, maybe get get sit in the suite, maybe or something like that." But um, nice, what happened? um, We'll wait till uh, we'll wait a couple years when they're bad, then we'll give them to you. Right, oh, I could get tickets up to Yin Yang, man. (laughs) Here you go, here you go, here you go, here you go. Well, the suites are high right now for the Sox, you know that. Dude, so anyway, uh, we always appreciate it, Ryan. Even your travels, be safe, man. Get back safe. Um, enjoy yourself. Um, everybody, definitely take care of yourself and be safe. We'll be back uh, next week uh, doing some bear stuff. You know, as we get closer to the draft, um, the bears. Uh, well, we want we don't want to do a bear segment here, so I want to dive into the bears right here with Justin Fields having a kind of off day in day three, last day of the mini camp today. But anyway, for Ryan and myself, we always appreciate it. Please don't do anything crazy before you hear from us again.